0: Hello and welcome to Horror Court Trash Over, the show that discusses all the masterpieces, trash to pieces and Titanic spin-offs from genre cinema.
1: I'm Gary. <laughs> I'm Chris. And we've had a bit of a Titanic obsession this year. A little bit. This is our second Titanic-based yeah. film of the year. I mean, first
0: of all, uh, we were scheduling to do Creatures from the Abyss uh, this week. Uh, There's been a slight change of schedule. We've said a little more on Instagram as to why. Uh, and unfortunately, Kira can't join us either this week. Our special guest we originally had planned, but I'm sure she will be joining us in the future uh, for another episode. Yes. So in the meantime, you're stuck with just the two of us, as always, and we're bringing you some some trash to lighten up your week. It's been <laughs> it's, it's it's not been the the greatest past week in the news and whatever. So here's some uh, trash to cheer you up.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it'll cheer anyone up um it's quite boring Josh. i mean didn't cheer us up watching <laughs> it but you know if, if we can make you laugh, and but listening to us know, talk shit about it might help <laughs> um yeah so
0: <laughs> titanic 2 uh, no not not that's not a joke this is genuinely called titanic 2
1: yeah so i thought this was a parody which i thought was insensitive would be insensitive in itself anyway um Turns out it's a straight up drama, <laughs> romantic drama. We're not even thriller. that romantic. A time D B. It's it's, it's not particularly drama. thrilling, and it's it's at points over dramatic. Um, yeah, I thought it. I thought it was a. I thought it was going to make fun of like romantic comedies and stuff, and because obviously with a title like that, it it's a joke. Yeah. But turns out it's not. No, this is this is a serious film. The, the film. creators of
0: this film were being entirely serious. Uh, it's released in twenty ten, which doesn't make the slightest bit of sense. And I'll explain why shortly. But first of all, this was directed by Shane Van Dyke. Yes, that is Dick Van Dyke's grandson. You know, <laughs> uh, legend amongst Hollywood. Yeah. Dick Van yeah. Dyke.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Household name. Yeah, this is, no. this is what his grandson went on to do. Uh, he directed this, uh, and stars in it as well, as well as Paranormal Entity, the Paranormal Activity rip-off, Six Guns, and A Haunting in Salem. Now, what's really bizarre here is the fact that he is the producer of the upcoming film Don't Worry Darling, which is directed by Olivia Wilde. It's the film I, I was really excited for before, before, before even knowing this fact. Um,
1: but he... Is this a sign that he's going legit now? Well, that's a big film. Mm. I mean, you know, Chris Pine's in it. Um, Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. Uh, Olivia Wilde. It's her film after... Um... Oh, my God. What is that Little film? Women. No. No, that's great. got a girl. That's quite... Oh, what do I was getting into myself? Um, Olivia... Oh. The two girls. Booksmart. Booksmart. Yeah. I was I was trying to in my head I kept saying super bad super bad it's like it's not super bad no I know it's not super bad uh, book smart so and that was a big that was a success yeah. that was a great film um, I think a twenty four might be releasing this
0: don't quote me on it but I think it might be an a twenty four film as well
1: well it's it's a horror thriller isn't it yeah so it's not quite what it seems um, but it's weird that he's producing it yeah. You yeah, know, really weird. Because it, it's a big film. It's probably going to get a wide release. Harry Styles is in it, which is, is big news, yeah. you know. So, yeah, maybe he's going legit. Maybe maybe he saved up all those pennies <laughs> from all these shocking straight-to-DVD films. Well, he spent
0: $500 million on this one. <gasps> I should have said the asylum spent <laughs> Yeah, that's the
1: budget, $500 million. That was not 500 million dollars. 500 million dollars. Abs- you have got to be taking the piss. <laughs> what it says online, I don't know how reliable you the source missed, is. Someone's added an extra couple of zeros <laughs> onto that. That was not 500 million dollars. Uh, uh, yeah, I've got a feeling it might be a mistake online, but that is what the
0: internet tells me. Jesus Christ. I
1: don't it, know where the fuck that
0: went. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, It was really straight to DVD uh, slash TV. Obviously, this is a sci-fi channel film has got sci-fi written all over it yes. and the reason why the fact that it's released in 2010 is quite bizarre is that it was released by the asylum now we previously discussed snakes on the train that was a long time ago so um the asylum to give you a reminder is a company that released mockbusters uh so essentially films that use the titles of films that are big and current and Create a piece of shit um out of them. Yeah. Now they yeah. you may be wondering, you know, what, what could they have called some of their films? And I probably said this on the Snakes on Train episode, but I'll repeat it again just in case. 18-year-old Virgin Which is supposed to be a 40-year-old virgin, I think completely misses the point. Yeah. Sunday school musical as in high school musical. Death Racers Death Race. Pirates of Treasure Island, Pirates of the Caribbean. The Almighty Four, I don't even need to say. It's, it's in the title. They did the Mega Shark series films. Um, shots, some of the shots from the Mega Shark vs. Giant Artiposes in this film. Um, they did Sharknado films. Uh, when a Killer Calls. When when a Stranger Calls remake was released. Okay. Bram Stoker's Dracula's Curse. <laughs> the Da Vinci Treasure. Transmorphers. The Terminators with an S.
1: And my favourite, Atlantic Rim. So these are the kind of DVDs that they hope confused older people may purchase as a gift (laughs) for grandchildren accidentally. Yeah. So they're hoping the kid asks for Pacific Rim and they get Atlantic Rim.
0: (laughs) They also all sound like porn parodies. They do, yeah. (laughs) Um... But, yeah, so, I mean... We make can... it more
1: interesting if it's a fucking porn film.
0: <laughs> the acting of porn films. Uh, we could be here for ages talking about the asylum, and, and actually, we can't be too harsh on them because they did follow us on Twitter. Thanks, guys. Um, but they they do release just, just shit to make money. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, there's no way around that. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure they, they must know by now. They must know that they're just
1: pushing out this shit every, every year. I think, obviously, the Sharknado series is very tongue-in-cheek. but I haven't seen them, um, fortunately or unfortunately, I don't know, which. Um, but there's a few film, like six films. So they, they must but, know. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. like, oh, People shit. watch them. People I still don't. go back and watch them over and over
0: again. Um, you know, so... Yeah, sci-fi keeps ordering those films. Yeah.
1: and they keep There's an stuff. audience for them. There, there is an audience. I mean, you, you'd seen Titanic 2. Yeah. Before we wa- sat down and watched it together. How could I not? Yeah. So th- there is an audience for these films. Yeah. I
0: mean, I mean, obviously I watch them because they're so bad they're good. And I, I think Titanic 2 is very much in that category. But it's once you get to stuff like Sharknado where... I think they're, they're self-aware. Uh, they know that they're trying to make a bad film. Yeah. It doesn't always work out. No. Um, I mean, I've seen clips of now. I've never seen it in full. But from what I could gather, it, it is very much the case of, you know, we know we're making a bad film.
1: Yeah. You can't force these things. Yeah. Um, which which is what makes them so great. Yeah. These these so bad, they're good films. You you can't force them. There has to be a sincerity to them. Yeah. Um, And if they're too self-aware, then all that sincerity is gone. Yeah. And it's just, it's not funny.
0: So, some trivia about Titanic 2. Although Titanic 2 was supposed to be based on the real Titanic, there is hardly any resemblance between the SS Titanic 2 and the real Titanic.
1: (laughs) But they keep going on about how much it looks like the old Titanic. Yeah, they think if they say it enough,
0: then people would believe it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, people weren't there When the iceberg strikes, a display
0: screen shows the whole integrity analysis with a warning that the Ismay Rose Jack threshold has been exceeded. This is, of course, a reference to J. Bruce Ismay, chairman of the White Star Line, uh, which operate the original Titanic, and to the characters Rose and Jack from James Cameron's Titanic. Very nice. This is not actually a sequel to Titanic. Surprisingly, I don't know how that. I don't know how that's a piece of trivia because it, I mean, technically, it is. I,
1: Titanic's based on real life events. Yeah, but yeah, well, I suppose that's a difficult one, because they don't reference. They don't. The reference, Titanic no. film. It's not a direct. They like, say, "Oh, old Rose is there." Yeah. Talking about how it's been eighty four years or whatever. Yeah, because they knew is. if they did, they'd get. Fucking sued. Yeah, like, because really sued. Obviously, the, the love story between Jack and Rose wasn't real. Yeah. The Titanic sinking, of course, yeah, was. Yeah, 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 But Jack and Rose, as far as I know, I don't think there was anyone on board called Jack and Rose who had a love affair. Do you think the Hayden and Amy romance story is real? Who? <laughs> oh, in this film. Oh. Well, I don't know, really, because it didn't really... Happened. It didn't I, act I, like it was real, it didn't, but it didn't really. I mean, it wasn't really a main plot point, it was it? It was just sort of going on. It's been like by fucking an hour focused on it no, at it's the end. At the end, yeah. well, we're like really just stuck romance. in one place together for it ages. Yeah, the thing is, it just doesn't know what it's doing, so <laughs> it doesn't come across as particularly romantic. In April
0: 2012, Australian tycoon Clive Palmer announced plans to construct a modern-day replica of the Titanic to sail the same route of the original. The ship's launch date was set for 2016, then 2018, then 2022. Blue Star Line stated in a press release dated September 27th, 2018 that construction would resume, but the company's website hasn't been updated
1: since then. So this could still happen. Are there <laughs> other ships that have sailed that exact same route now. I'm, I'm assuming there's quite a few boats that go I, across I assume so. the Atlantic, so it, it doesn't really mean much, does it?
0: Uh, I mean, this, if it does ever happen, then this is obviously going to get a uh, resurgence, this film. Of course, <laughs> yes. Well, they're basing it on the events of the film, aren't they? <laughs> the RMS Queen Mary was used as a stand-in during the departure scenes and for some interior shots. The ship had previously stood in for the SS Poseidon in the preceding... Poseidon Adventure too many words at once and the original RMS Titanic in SOS Titanic 1979 wow. no before anyone asks we are not covering that
1: film um, this is the last Titanic film we will discuss oh god um, yeah that's the original Poseidon Adventure by the way it not, is not yeah. the Kurt yeah. Russell one is yeah the it? original no, the original with
0: um, Shelley Winters yeah I, I'm going to say there's an, a limited number of shots that are actually inside a real boat oh My god yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> these <laughs>
0: serious <laughs> shots were very much only whilst it was in one place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's true. Um, so, question Do you prefer this or Titanic the Legend Goes On? Oh, shit. <laughs> I suppose I'd have to prefer this. Um, Even though it hasn't got Hold Me Never Let Me Go playing five times. Well, that's, halftime, well
1: halftime. yeah. I suppose it has the decency not to have a a song like that playing doesn't throughout the whole doesn't have singing animals. Well, it doesn't have <laughs> singing animals. Um, I think, wow, well, I suppose um, the animated one is the decency to be sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, this one is an hour and a half. This is fucking
0: ridiculous. They tell, they tell everyone on the ship that they've got like 15 minutes before they're all killed and it's like half an hour into the film. We still have another hour to go. Yeah. It It's ridiculous. Get into it. A century after the fateful voyage of the original modern luxury liner Titanic set sail. Um, I'm going to have to start that again. Try that one again, home. A century after the fateful voyage of the original modern luxury liner Titanic 2 set sail. Will this ship suffer the same fate as her namesake? Well, I fucking hope so. I mean, why are we watching it if not? Exactly. It does. Spoiler alert, it it does. Spoiler alert, it does. Um, But before then, we have some opening credits over shots of mountains and dolphins. uh, We're fading shots of
1: a guy getting dressed in slow motion (laughs) into a (laughs) wetsuit. Yeah. Yeah, so we get snow-covered hills. Um, The guy's rubbing a tree trunk at one point. Did you see that? No, I did not. He was rubbing a tree trunk for some (laughs) reason. I don't know why. Um, (laughs) It was a tree trunk, though. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, and then he, he puts on some sort of, a, it's, um, well, he's pretty much a silhouette, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, whilst he's putting his clothes on. <laughs> so it's hard to sort of distinguish what he's putting on or why he's putting it on. Um, it turns out it's a wetsuit. Yeah. With some weird cap that I'd never seen. Somewhere. Yeah, I don't know what I thought that was. It looks like a riding cap. Yeah. Um, but it's for surfing
0: ...in the ocean. Not that it fucking matters, because all he does is fucking paddle on the surfboard. There's a tiny bit of surfing. Um, but yeah, he, he, goes in, he gets into the ocean, there's a bit of paddling on a surfboard. And uh, once he does do some surfing, uh, a piece of ice falls off a mountain... Uh, ...and he falls off his surfboard.
1: Yeah, so this piece of ice falls into the ocean... Which, so... <laughs> Why does he know that's going to happen? Yeah. Why so, is he waiting for that? So he's the only person around. This is really weird. It's such a weird start. He's the only person around, and he's waiting for this piece of ice to fall into the ocean. When it does, it creates a wave. He rides the wave, falls off... Um, fist pumps. Fist pumps into the air. I'm like, yeah, come on, man. <laughs> that was great. Riding those waves. Um, and then... Another piece of ice breaks off, but this one is much larger, and creates a giant wave that seemingly engulfs him off screen. He just disappears. He just disappears, and that's it. That's the opening. We never see him again. We never actually hear about him. I don't know why this opening existed. Yeah, um, I suppose it's just to establish, this waves can kill. Maybe. I um, so it, it it is in keeping with what happens in the film. Um so then we get you know, we credits are finished. Uh and we see the ghost cards uh ghost cards. <laughs> Which was a ghost guard. Which was a ghost car. Uh the coast guard's office. Uh and a guy with a newborn baby <laughs> to go home to <laughs> won't leave because Bruce Davidson, Davidson <laughs> Yeah, Bruce Davison's in this. Yeah, so Bruce Davison, uh, he's a f- fairly known actor. Star of uh, X-Men 1 and 2, uh, La La Land. Crimes of Passion. You know, it's, uh, he's know, big He was name. in the TV series of Harry and the Hendersons <laughs> that I, I, um, I found out today. So so this guy, <laughs> they're having a conversation, he's so like, Bruce, Bruce Davison is uh, Captain Maine. Uh, Captain Maine says to this guy, his name's Lilac. Kevin Lylock Kevin is asleep when the scene starts. Yeah. He's asleep much. at his desk. Oh he is, yeah. <laughs> so that's why Captain Maine's like, um Oh, shouldn't you you've got a newborn baby you should be going home <laughs> to. So no, Oh sir, I won't leave until you've gone. I'm like, well someone's pretty much gotta be there all the time though, so what's you know, what's the point? This is the ghost oh my god. Coast guard Coast Guard Coast Guard um, it's essentially a 24-7 thing yeah. you would think wouldn't you? Yeah. So, so it doesn't
0: make any sense as why both of them need to be there.
1: Yeah. But anyway uh, Captain Mane gets a call and all he says is how big? <laughs> <laughs> this might be the porn parody might have like, tricked you. I've <laughs> uh, had calls like that before. Uh, so Captain Mane gets on a, a very shitty looking CGI helicopter uh, and s- who does it get on there with? Oh, some random guy. Snipes. <laughs> is his name's
0: Snipes. Snipes, and apparently Maine wouldn't fly if anyone else other than Snipes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Snipes. CGI in this film is fucking abysmal. It is terrible. For $500 million. It, no, that's got to be fake. It, it's got to be. The more I think about it, that's got to be fake. Yeah. The, there's no way this was made some on Some of that had to be pumped dollars. into an
1: offshore account.
0: I, I could even name and shame. I believe it was Fandom that I found this information on. Because uh, this page has its own
1: fandom page. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but anyway. This page,
0: did I say this film has its own fandom film. page?
1: Yeah. Um, so, Main uh, gets on this shitty CGI helicopter. Um, Snipes is very um, pleased to he know I yeah. wouldn't get on any helicopter with anyone else. <laughs> uh, and Snipes says, I don't think there's going to be anything good about this morning. <laughs> 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 um. Uh, Do we need to tell you the acting's
0: bad as well? I'm I'm sure everyone listening is assumed by this point that it's... Yeah, there's a
1: few moments that are particularly bad. Yeah. Hopefully I can um, remember and deliver them uh, (laughs) as they were delivered on screen. Uh, We then get the first shot to Titanic 2. The first of many. Many shots. uh, With a crowd cheering as the passengers board and wave. (laughs) So what you get is this crowd... Um... On sh- on shore? On yeah, sh- yeah, yeah. On shore. Yeah. And they're waving, hollering, whooping, cheering, clapping, you know. Um, and then the passengers on board are on deck and they're waving back. and like, oh, oh, hey, 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 hey. Um, so you think, oh, it's about to take on. But people are still boarding. People are still getting on. Yeah titanic 2 so it's like these people and it does turn out that they are there for a very long time waving and hollering yeah. and, and it's the same shit, shots the same shot. over and over again it, it is, is so fucking lazy but they're uh, they're cheering for so long it's like your arm would hurt after all that waving <laughs> uh but a, a member of the crew um, she, she knocks it, this is Kelly, isn't
0: it? Um, yeah, well, she, well I mean, first we get people posing for photographs next to a painting of the ship. Instead it? of, yeah, there's a painting of the ship, on the ship, and people are standing for photographs next to it. Bitch, go and stand in front of the whole fucking ship. I know, yeah. You, you, you might as well.
1: It's not going anywhere for another half an hour. <laughs> and why is that the first <laughs> thing you do when you get on board? Like, the first thing I'm going to do is have a photo next to a painting of the ship that I've just got on. Yeah, maybe halfway through, you think, oh, should we get a photo next to this painting? I'm a bit bored now. But um, that's not the first thing you do. Yeah, we're introduced to Kelly and Amy. Yeah, so Kelly knocks into a guy, and she's a bit fuming. Absolutely fuming. Which, I, I don't know why, it adds absolutely nothing to her character or to the film. She's she so t- angry,
0: to the point that she said that she'd let someone of uh, her and just drown instead of giving them CPR.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <that> yeah. <laughs> She's <laughs> is really harsh. But that's not really her character for the no. rest of the film. Uh, and they're interchangeable. These two characters are interchangeable. It's de- Yeah, I mean, you get no character development anyway from anyone, apart from the odd uh, bit of exposition, don't you? Yeah, I mean, they give more of a story to Amy, but they cast two actresses that look the exact same as each they other. They look really similar. I thought they were sisters. I thought it was going to be sisters. Um, but anyway, they're, yeah, they're just chatting shit. Uh, and uh, so Kelly says to Amy, as a red ke- uh, red helicopter lands, oh, here's your boyfriend. <laughs> uh, and a dude and four ladies step off. <laughs> Absolute the, the douchebag steps off the helicopter. So this is Hayden. He is played by Steve Van Dyke. Shane Van Dyke. Shane Van Oh for fuck's sake. <laughs> Shane Van Dyke. Okay. Who is the director of the film? What was the film? Oh, I don't remember when we
0: watched that like Dawn They Sleep and the really not conventionally attractive guy who looked like Axl Rose. Um, yeah. You know, wrote loads of sex scenes for himself. He did. Uh, and then there's that film I watched, that you didn't watch Serial um, Insane Clown Killer, where a guy wrote. The female character said, oh, you're so sexy to him, to the, the director um, in the film. This is no exception to that category of films where directors think far too much of themselves. Yeah. He has wrote himself into just this film. Look at you, Woody Allen. <laughs> well, he, he has put himself in this film as a massive action hero that all the ladies want to fuck. Yeah,
1: Yeah, there's even a scene later on where a guy has to drag his girlfriend away because she's (laughs) ogling him. Um, (laughs) That is a new level of being big-headed. It is funny, though. But, uh, yeah, this certified ladies' man uh, gets off this red helicopter with four ladies. uh, Surgically attached to him. Two on each arm. (laughs) (laughs) They don't leave his fucking side for so long. And one of them says, it's big. <laughs> it's so big. It's so big. To which he says, airplanes are big. This is monumental. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming they're talking about Titanic too, Because uh, after, after old Bruce Davison's on the phone saying, how big? <laughs> it's big. Uh, <laughs> um,
0: yeah. We get this history between Amy and Hayden, don't we? Yes. Yeah, so From dialogue. We get Exposition. Amy
1: is Hayden's ex but he's not the Hayden that she knew. No. Mm. So it's definitely some history there. But we find out her dad really likes him, and that's
0: very important for later yeah. on in the film. Her well, I did write him. it
1: down, because I just thought it was a throwaway comment. Um, but, yeah, apparently Amy's dad likes Hayden. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Hayden is walking
0: on the ship like his royalty... Uh, speaking to loads of people <laughs> It says a lot that, uh, to everyone yeah, and no one answers him back no one's paying any attention to him just, people are just minding their own business
1: it's
0: like hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh hey I hope you enjoy the shit oh hello <laughs> hey hello, hello. Hey, and hello. Um, the women are still surgically attached to him like they, they're in the same position when they're walking oh, yeah, it is yeah. weird it's like they can't be removed uh, until two girls asking for an autograph that is
1: Yes, and what are their names? Uh, Tammy and Rennie. Uh, Tammy, love that name. Rennie, love that name too. (laughs) He says to them, "We don't see their faces, do we?" And then one of Hayden's
0: girls, uh, who must be what in her twenties, early twenties, yeah, says, "These boats don't look any safer than the old ones. How the fuck do you (laughs) know that?" How the fuck have you been in a time machine and gone back to the Titanic? Unless she is... Some, okay, let's say she's a fucking ship expert. That's weird. Like, she, she doesn't look like a ship expert. She doesn't look like she's sat home studying ships.
1: No, or studying Titanic. No. Um, obviously, they can't reference the film, but she said, <laughs> it doesn't look like it looked in the film. <laughs> Or it looks like it looked in the film, you know. Um, but Hayden reassures her, it's just for show, darling. The real bad boys are down below. Way down below. Way what down does below. that even mean? So, it, it I don't know, because the boat doesn't even look that... It just looks like a generic boat. It looks like a boat. You know, yeah. it's the Queen Mary. It's what the Queen Mary looks like. It's what boats look like. And obviously, Titanic would have looked different because it's been a hundred years, you know. Um... So, but it doesn't actually look like Titanic as we would know it. So what she says just makes no sense. Um, So what he's saying is that, yeah, the exterior may look older because they're going for that Titanic aesthetic. Yeah. Um, But down below, where all the technology is, is much better, which makes it much safer. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Amy gets a call from her dad. (laughs) And on her phone, his his contact uh, is dad work. So it's obviously his work phone. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's right there in front of her. Uh, and we find out it's Captain Maine. It's Bruce Davison, and uh, he says he he's not gonna make it on time. And she says, "Let me guess, work? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. It, you just got a call from his work mobile.
1: Work mobile." Yeah.
0: Captain Maine doesn't want Amy on the ship because it's barely passed inspection and they rushed it just so they could have it ready for the anniversary date.
1: Oh, well that doesn't sound The, the good, anniversary of
0: the date when the Titanic set sail. Yeah, that's What a fucking stupid idea. But How stupid. so
1: disrespectful to the people that actually died in the real Titanic to have this boat set sail Yeah. I, you know. Um it, it is just, it's stupid. <laughs> yeah, and he warns her. a stupid basis for a film as
0: well. But he warns her not to get on. He says, do not get on that ship. and You'll probably die. And she's like, okay then, get, just getting on a ship. And yes. she just gets on. And people are still doing the same cheering and waving. Oh my God, don't. Their arms must be <laughs> dead by now. And we get introduced to your favourite character, Dwayne. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: So Amy's boarding um, and she hands Dwayne a uh, <laughs> a ticket. <laughs> says, Ah, oh, Amy May, nice to see you. How are you doing? She says, Oh, great. Nice to see you. Here. Oh, yeah, great. Welcome aboard Titanic 2. And then the actor makes I don't know why he made this decision, <laughs> um, but as the camera's on him and she walks off, he turns to the right. And there's a smouldering look. <laughs> not a concerned look. Not not really a happy smile no. or a frown. It's a smoulder. <laughs> like someone's told him he's, you know, advertising men's <laughs> cologne or something. And he's so weird. He just turns his smoulders into the distance. <laughs> what are you doing? What's this for? <laughs> Um, but he, I didn't think he would reappear. No. So I just called him Smolder, and f- then he keeps reappearing for other, <laughs> And I didn't know his name. He has so, a much bigger role. So I just called him Smolder.
0: Uh, Amy then has an awkward conversation with Hayden, who's um, still with those girls that is with earlier, and they have a moment. Don't they? Is this where one of them disappears? This is That's after this. It's after. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Sorry, spoiler alert. He's, he's on his way to give a very inspiring speech.
1: <gasps> no, 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 this is... Oh, uh, yeah,
0: no, th- this is... Missed, this must be where he lost her. This he is where he lost her, her. yeah. Um, so he goes to do his speech, and the speech is fucking boring.
1: He's talking shit about the ship, um, and... So what he says is... Uh, He's given a speech, and he, there's only three women in the audience, the, the ones that were on his arm, and there's only three of them for the rest of the film. Um, but he gives a speech about Titanic two being a symbol of man overcoming its obstacles. <laughs> it's a tribute to the lives lost 100 years ago. Uh, the crowd looks completely bored. <laughs> yeah, there's clapping noises, and people aren't clapping. They're not clapping. <laughs> they, look, they genuinely look really bored. <laughs> And I don't know how many people are meant to be on this boat, Um, but there's not enough space for like everyone to be there for the speech. Like really, I mean, what? There's like sixty people tops. Um, Yeah, but what does it matter? Because everyone else on there is still fucking waving.
0: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. 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 So he gives a speech. Yeah, he has to. And we literally get the shit straight after. Like, bye-bye. They're still waving. Um, Kelly calls Amy boring for not going out whilst the uh, ship departs. Because Amy says if she goes, then
1: Doc will kill her. Yeah, so what we find out is that Amy and Kelly are part of the medical team. So they're in the medical room. We never meet the, this doctor. Um, no. do We, we actually no. don't. Um, but they're prepping in the medical room. Um... But I was, I was, I said to you, didn't I? I was like, why are they only just boarding as it's about (laughs) to go and they're prepping there? Surely they should have prepped, you know, hours before, before people got on. You never know when an accident's going to happen or when they're going to be needed. Um, Kelly calls Amy boring because she's not going on deck to wave goodbye to everyone. Uh, But then she says we we're on the clock five minutes ago. <laughs> What's funny is Kelly goes out there to wave
0: them off and some random guy with sunglasses starts chatting to her and yeah.
1: he she doesn't want to talk to him. No. <laughs> Clearly was not planned. It's like an extra that took it too far. Like, <laughs> no, mate, you're meant to be silent in this scene. Uh, yeah, we get the same shots again. Apart from that one, we got the
0: same shots again of people waving for the last time. Uh, but this time we get an extra treat... Um, because, I know, it actually happens again in a minute. It's not the last time. There's um, something, an extra treat, because it's mixed with... And I shit you not, I will we'll post this. Whether i post it by this point in the episode's release, I'm not sure. But it'll be on our Instagram. We get stock footage that looks like it's from a holiday brochure video. Yeah. Like, uh, advertising Thomas Cook or whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because in this film... They use the same actors repeatedly yeah. in different scenes. And it, we'll, we'll get to that when it happens. But these people in this footage, you never see again. Yeah, they're like families it's, and they're
0: like looking into a sunset. Yeah, and, and it's filmed
1: in a different way to the rest of the yeah. film. Um, it's absolutely stock footage.
0: It's it definitely it was an advertisement for luxury cruisers. Yeah, we know It absolutely was. It
1: absolutely
0: was. Yeah. And then we see Alma... Um, a a member of staff who's like an assistant to the captain uh, Captain Howard Um, he does a whole lap of the fucking shit oh my god it takes him ages to get there and then when he finally gets to Captain Howard (laughs) Captain Howard says Alma let's make history (laughs) the guy who plays Captain Howard he puts so much into his he's role. He's trying so he hard. He really thinks he is
1: in the next Titanic masterpiece. Yeah, he's trying way too hard. He actually <laughs> thought this was Titanic 2. He was like, mate, where's Kate? Where's Kate Winslet? Where is she? He, he, like, I, I've never seen someone desperately
0: want to be a good actor as much as this guy. Yeah. But it, it just, it doesn't work. You're only as good as your material. <laughs> he just falls flat.
1: Um, and speaking of good actors, Dwayne's back. Dwayne is back. <laughs> so I said, smouldering crew member awkwardly rings the bell for launch. It's like a fucking robot. It's so weird. It is. It is. It's like a cuckoo clock, but with like someone ringing it, like ding 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 ding. It's in front of this terrible green
0: screen as well. Yeah. And then we that the, this is definitely the last no no hang on no happens again so oh no, it's in my notes happens again the second from last time we see the fucking people waving again <laughs> bye bye now bye bye this time it's, they're joined by CGI jet planes and fireworks flying over oh the ship oh my
1: god those jet planes look so cheap
0: no the, the ship's only just taking off um we get the people waving again the very last time these fucking people waving. And then all of a sudden, the ship's in the middle of the ocean, and it's now CGI.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, the ship set sail from New York, and I, I did Google this, because it was a bit like, did your ocean liners leave from New York? Apparently, they do. Uh, they go past, it goes past the Statue of Liberty, and the next shot, it's out in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> now, I know... The ocean liners can leave from New York City. I get it. But it's on the fucking Hudson River. (laughs) So they've made made a lot of ground in a very short amount of time. (laughs) Because they're there and they're out in the middle of the ocean. You just see the sunset in the background. And just the ocean. It's like, what the fuck? Uh, And and the thing is...
0: They've shut themselves in the footage because... I mean, it's going to look shit either way. It's the film by the asylum. But... You've literally just watched a real ship, like in in place, this tourist ship that people could go on and whatnot. And now it's in the middle of the ocean, and it's CGI, and it just makes the CGI look even worse. It looks yeah, horrendous. It, it looks yeah. it looks like the cutscenes in the Legend Goes On. Yeah. It it's it's terrible.
1: Yeah. Um, so, from th- from this point on, it's just one night, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's dark. It's dark by this point. So okay, they've done a jump in time or whatever. I I don't know. Um, they haven't really shown... Well, it's not quite time.
0: nighttime yet, because we get a sunset conversation between Hayden and Amy. We do, yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> Hayden is... Yeah, he's on the deck, isn't he? Yeah, but before that, Captain Maine and Kevin... Why are you um, confusing me there for? No, because you said it was nighttime now. It, well, it's it's yeah, not night time yet. But from this point on, it gets darker.
0: Captain Maine and Kevin are talking about how Captain Maine has bad feelings. Yes. Yeah, and Dr. Kim Patterson introduced herself to Captain Maine uh, in front of
1: one of the worst green screen oh, effects oh my I've God, ever seen. Of course, yeah. So, what they're at, I got a little confused because I thought they were in the Arctic, but it turns out they're at Greenland, which which is essentially near the Arctic, but it, it, it's separate uh, to a certain degree. Um, so, But they're in, they're in a very um, cold climate, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, so he meets Dr. Kim Patterson, who looks like a younger version of Luan <laughs> from Real Housewives of New York. So I really appreciated that, because I'm a big Luanne fan. Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> She's feeling Giovanni, and uh, she tells him that she needed someone who would believe her. She then proceeds to give him very clear scientific facts with evidence... <laughs> That suggests that the wave we saw at the start of the film reached Canada. And a larger one is imminent due to the ice spinning by 60 metres in the last year. Which they both agree is unprecedented. (laughs) Um, She has a computer with very clear figures on and uh, a very clear like radar screen that backs up all her claims Uh, for the rest of the film no one questions what's going on not one single person either on the coast guards within the military on the (laughs) boats. absolutely no one questions what's happening yet she needed captain main because he was the only one who would believe her.
0: A load of shit because he's got uh, you know emotional attachments to someone on the boat <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah so she talks shit about ice problems uh, and she shows him yesterday's collapse in front of a, uh, that terrible green screen again
1: um, <gasps> yeah yeah. <laughs> have you noticed that it was made to look like it was really snowing but not of oh, yeah. them actually yeah. react <laughs> so they're, they're in like probably the coldest place on earth um, so they're, they're wrapped up but they've got nothing covering their faces no. Um, and they're just chatting like normal, like it's not windy and snowy. And they're likely to get frostbite on the end of their noses if they're not back in the warm soon. They're just chatting away like normal. Yeah,
0: we find out if, if yesterday's collapse was a pebble, the next one would be a cannonball. Oh,
1: yeah. Really awkward conversation um, and a really shit analogy where she says, Have you ever thrown a pebble in a pond, Captain? Um, watch the ripples. If yesterday was a pebble, the next one will be a cannonball. <laughs> <laughs> and now we get Hayden and Amy talking shit in front of the sunset. <laughs> yeah, he downs a glass of wine on the deck. No one else around, just him. <laughs> and the camera cannot keep still. Oh, it just kept shaking. Yeah,
0: it did. Uh, apparently, Amy's dad uh, punched Hayden in the nose because he caught him joyriding in his boat at 2am which is really fucking weird because apparently uh, Amy's dad's the biggest fan of yeah. Hayden
1: yeah so that makes absolutely no, no. sense
0: and uh, he says still a daddy's girl huh and she says look he's talking and that might just sound like you know a bit of dialogue exchange throwaway dialogue exchange it's actually a really savage burn. Because
1: his it's dad's so dead.
0: Yeah. His dad's fucking dead. She literally says,
1: look who's talking. I was sorry to hear about your dad. I know how close you were. Yeah, you know how close they were. You just ridiculed him for it. How close he was to his dead dad, who died quite recently, by all accounts. You've just been so rude. So rude. It's like, are you serious? I, mean, I was Hayden, and the guy's clearly a douche, but still, it's like, are you fucking serious? Are you making fun of me? Are you making fun of my dad who died recently? <laughs> and then, but he reacts- Maybe she's not the Amy that he knew. <laughs> no, he, he reacts to it by talking about her earrings, and he's like,
0: oh, you still have those earrings I gave you? So, well, I have a lot of earrings. Yeah, oh,
1: okay. <laughs> She knows he gave her the earrings. (laughs) She chose to wear them. She chose to wear them and then gets defensive (laughs) when he says, you've still got the earrings. Look, you're wearing them. I can see them. Yeah, I've got lots of earrings. And why didn't you wear another fucking pair if you didn't want this conversation, (laughs) stupid bitch? (laughs) The the
0: conversation goes on for fucking ages.
1: Oh, he starts talking about her paranoid dad. Yeah, talk about not being together. She thinks that he chose money and boats over her. Um but yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we well, get yeah, that's that's pretty much the backstory we get yeah. for them too. Yeah.
0: That that is meant to be your um never let go jack scene.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> well no, he does break into a a rousing performance of hold me now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wish that was true. Uh,
1: <laughs> but Elmer we go to Elmer, who's given the readings to the captain. Ironic, isn't it? (laughs) Yes. To which he says, "Ironic, isn't it? The same readings as one hundred years ago."
0: (laughs) What are they trying to get at here? What What do they think is causing this? Is there like some evil force amongst the Titanic that? Every time someone goes, a ship goes out with a Titanic, this happens.
1: Yeah. What What are they trying to get at? What, what's, what point are they trying to prove? And Alanis Morissette would be very proud of the fact that <laughs> that isn't actually right, how irony works. <laughs> Coincidence, yes. Irony, I don't think. I can't wait for Titanic 3. Oh, God, with the same readings, <laughs> same temperatures. It's, well, that would have to be in another hundred years, wouldn't it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Captain Howard thinks it's fine because they have enough lifeboats this time. Oh, okay. So, you know, people might actually die, but it's fine. We've got lifeboats.
1: Yeah, they were kind of making fun of it, weren't yeah. they? <laughs> no, we have enough lifeboats. <laughs> like, Okay. The, the, the boat sank 100 years ago. People died and you're reading them to filth? Yeah. <laughs> in a bizarre
0: series of events Dr Kim and Captain Maine uh, are still in the same spot talking about ice
1: uh, yeah they haven't got frostbite yet they haven't even got red rosy red cheeks no but something does
0: happen there's a guy who looks like Liam Gallagher and he's messing around with some canisters he drops one and this causes the ice to break then he hilariously turns into CGI and falls
1: through the oh, ice oh no. <laughs> It's like something from a cartoon, though, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe
0: a Liam Gallagher looker like dropping a canister of fuck knows what caused all this to happen.
1: Yeah. Well, they knew it was going to happen, but he brought it forward (laughs) by dropping a canister (laughs) on the floor. What
0: was it? it's
1: a canister exactly but before that Captain Maine and Kim were having a conversation where he goes how long have we got and Kim says I don't know but when it happens it will uh destroy the Atlantic Ocean or devastate the Atlantic Ocean then why the fuck have you been standing there for <laughs> so fucking long why, why have you decided to have this conversation outside When you don't know how long it's going to be until the floor around you cracks. (laughs) And then it happens after he drops a fucking canister. Uh, They run through CGI. Yeah. Snow.
0: Action hero Captain Maine saves uh, Dr. Kim.
1: Yeah, saves Dr. Kim. both go
0: to the CGI helicopter and and
1: ride off. Yes. uh, Liam Gallagher. Dead. Unfortunately, fortunately didn't make it no uh we then see hayden slowly <laughs> and awkwardly making his rounds uh to the passengers during dinner the girls are back the girls are back but three only, of them. only three of them I, I seriously don't know what happened to the other one I,
0: I don't know who wanted to go to his fucking boring party
1: like it looks so boring and he just walks around the room five like five times well it is cuz i obviously i think they're trying to make it look Bigger than it was. I'm assuming this wasn't filmed in the Queen Mary. No. Um, so it kind of just looks like, um, for our English listeners, um, a local working men's it does. Club, uh with a little <laughs> with spaces for tables and then a little stage and a little <laughs> dance floor. Um, it's not quite the ballroom in the original times. No, girl. it looks like they're about to play bingo not any minute. Quite. Um, people are waiting for dinner to be served whilst people are dancing on the dance floor, which I think is bad etiquette. I think they should get into trouble for that. Yeah. I think that's bad etiquette. Um, but, what are they dancing um, to? I have absolutely no idea. It was, like, really generic. Oh, no, music, 80s music. <laughs> it was, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of that... Um, a few years, probably, previous to this film, uh, with that electronic... Eighties vibe yeah. came back, and uh, a lot of sort of generic bands were basically making the same music over it, and over again. It
0: sounded really out of place to how everyone was dressed and what the place looked like. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Obviously, they couldn't afford or fit in a orchestra. No, which would have been more fitting. Um, but yeah, um, Kim and Captain um, Maine are on the helicopter now and they're radioing to get the message out. Yeah. Um, what they explain... There's a lot of Captain Maine and Dr. Kim explaining how tsunamis work yeah. or explaining how um, icebergs work and such. Um, so they explain that the tsunami won't form until it hits land or an iceberg. So, uh, all, tell all ships to stay clear of icebergs. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: and then, in a shot that I know was taken from Shot vs Giant Octopus, because, you know, that's how lazy this film is. Was this whole scene from that? I, I feel like it was. I mean, you get a submarine. I don't know what the connection is here. The sky in a submarine and he just turns to the camera and says, let's get this cigar smoking. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so they must have heard this warning about the tsunami. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he decides to get the cigar smoking. He's very aggressive. He's very full metal jacket, isn't he? Yeah. Um, so. Um, oh, then we cut to. So we get that little submarine thing. So then we cut to uh, Amy and Kelly. And Kelly says, did you know the original Titanic was warned (laughs) six times about icebergs as she's reading a book on Titanic? And they still did nothing. And they still did nothing. (laughs) And then (laughs) Doc radios through and tells them
0: that they need to start escorting passengers down to the lower decks, but won't say why. Straight after
1: she says that. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that ironic? Um, So the announcement is made by this random crew member that we see a lot, but I don't know what her name is. We actually see her a lot in the film after this point. But she makes an announcement, and she's booed, isn't she? (laughs) Yeah. So she essentially says, you know, everyone, can you please make your way to the lower decks? Now, I don't know how a boat works, so I don't know how many decks the boat would have. But I don't know how low is the lower deck... Do you know what I mean? Um, like, how many decks would there be?
0: Yeah. I'm not sure, especially with this one, because, you know,
1: it's meant to be a huge, gigantic yeah. boat. Yeah. I don't know if decks is, is flaws and such, um,
0: but... Uh, yeah, she tells him to get to the lower decks, and I'm like, boo, fuck off, <laughs> yeah. and, uh And then Captain Main tells Howard to reverse the direction of the ship. Howard is absolutely disgusted by this. He, he looks horrified by the suggestion. Uh, but then they're told they have 15 minutes to turn the ship around so they can make a start complete with dramatic stares from everyone.
1: Yeah, yeah. So what they're told is that they need to go to warmer waters, yeah. closer to land, because the iceberg... Uh, well, because the tsunami will pick move an iceberg. Mm-hmm. So... You know, instead of the original Titanic, where the boat hit the iceberg, the iceberg's gonna hit the boat. Um, so yeah, and then we see the submarine again, don't we? Well, we see the submarine. It's just like it's hit by an iceberg. It's hit by an iceberg. Uh,
0: what was the point in a submarine being in the fucking film?
1: Yeah. But what? What was? I just don't get the point of these characters in the submarine. <laughs> so you got the yally bloke, G- great, and then they, what? They're just killed. Yeah. Like, the iceberg hits them. No wonder it costs 500 million dollars. <laughs> You're paying these people to do absolutely booger all. <laughs> you could... We could have just seen an iceberg hit a submarine and we would have known what that meant. Yeah. Um. Uh, mm. It's... Really dark as well, isn't it? Oh, it's this, so dark. It's like... Yeah. I don't, the thing is, I don't know if they're trying to cover up for bad CGI, but it's really hard no, to I, see. They just can't afford fucking lighting. Yeah, so. but it's... Yeah, but this is CGI. Yeah. You know, so um, I, I understand it is going to be dark. It's nighttime. It's underwater. Um, but, you know, we can suspend belief a little bit if it means that we can actually see the action on the screen. <laughs> but from th- now on in, there's a lot of scenes that are so dark you can't see what's going on. The submarine was probably that dark to try and disguise the fact that it was taken from another film. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, but it's
0: darkening the image. Uh, Hayden tells Captain Howard an hour to speed the ship up, uh, but it looks like it's going at the exact same speed. <laughs> do you get
1: that scene? What's that? 50 knots? Yeah. Yes. But it looks like it's do. going at the exact same speed. Yeah, it does, yeah. Yeah, sorry.
0: <laughs> Amy decides now that something is wrong despite her father warning her prior to the ship departing that something was gonna happen. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. So Amy asks around about the boat turning round and speeding up. So she knows Mm -hmm. something bad's happening now because it's turned round. She decides that the best course of action for her is to go out onto the decks and stare at the ocean. (laughs) Uh, Captain Maine calls Amy and leaves a voicemail because she uh, she left the phone in the medical room, didn't she? Mm -hmm. Um, apparently, according to his voicemail message, the passengers need to be on the upper decks. So she was actually <laughs> right. Um, clearly not through her own knowledge, but it turns out she should have been on the upper decks. She, she, she's correct. I don't understand why they need to be on the upper decks. No. Um, I don't think they had a clue either. I don't know They're, what saying, makes. I think
0: they just thought it sounded good.
1: But, I suppose um, if the iceberg hit, the, the lower decks would um, uh, get filled with water. Yeah. I
0: suppose. Well, um, after we finish the call, Dr. Kelly, is Dr. Kelly, isn't it? Um, am I misremembering? Dr. Mis- Dr. Kim. Dr. Kim. Um, yeah, she says, uh, oh, is that your daughter? And uh, <laughs> he's like, yeah, she's a nurse on board. What the fuck <laughs> does she need to know that for? Yeah. <laughs> The ship stops because speeding up fuck things up. And uh, (laughs) one of Hayden's girls says, nature takes its course. Weather patterns change. Yeah, yeah.
1: So so essentially, Hayden telling them to speed up means one of the engines um, stops and the other engines have to cool down before they can start using them. So this is Hayden's decision. It was Hayden's decision to have this boat trip go ahead on the anniversary, which was, by all accounts, too soon. Mm-hmm. The, the, boat, uh, the, the boat hadn't been tested properly. Um, it hadn't been taken out on a, a run to get the engines, you know, speeding and any, any sort of issues with them dealt with. So this is Hayden's fault. This is actually Hayden's fault. Yeah, the fact that the boat has stopped where it has. Mm-hmm. So an announcement is made to the passengers, for them to get their life vests on. They decide their best course of action is to stare gormlessly <laughs> at the ceiling. <laughs> And have a go at the member of staff from earlier, the one that made the announcement, (laughs) to have a go at her instead, even though that's the first time she's heard that announcement.
0: Yeah, and and even after the announcement stops, they're still just standing there, and it's all silent, Then all of a sudden they randomly start
1: panicking. (laughs) Yeah, they then decided the best course of action to take is to start running into each other... Falling up and down stairs and screaming. Yeah, which are, again, the same shots again and again and again. It's so lazy.
0: It is, yeah. And then the hi- the iceberg finally hits the ship and... Uh... <laughs> in some of the funniest shots of the films. Where <laughs> everyone oh. stops falls starts falling over.
1: Yeah, so I've described this as I've taken a leaf from your book, Kerry. In a very messy CGI, very dark <laughs> series of events, the iceberg hits the Titanic too, and what we get is passengers in the dining hall, who we have seen leave previously. Uh, we see them, like whoa, oh. <laughs> a dude falls overboard. <laughs> We see a lot of badly acted falling over. <laughs> and what we don't see is a single person actually wearing a life vest. no, no one's wearing life jacket.'s no, no one had anyone no, they mustn't have had one close.' There's,
0: there's a scene people randomly strolling around on the deck just casually. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. People are back in the party hall now. yeah, um it's, it's like no one heard the announcement of Fat the
1: iceberg. yeah, but it's it's the same. There is one woman who was in the dining hall. Uh, who wore... wearing glasses. And it's got distinct features. I remember her face. We see her in that dining hall four times after that initial (laughs) announcement is made. Four times. And each time she's walking out. She's walking away. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She just can't leave. No. Uh, We get more
0: shots of people falling over. The same things. People running. Same shots over and over again. Um, and then <laughs> uh, and then the captain says fill all the lifeboats that we have and alma says women and children first and the captain looks at the camera and says looks like history is repeating itself <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the big shot for the trailer yeah, oh my god yeah <laughs> so hayden decides to go to the dining hall now again we see the same passengers yeah. leaving so this woman this word you know she's obviously got no lines or anything like that but she's there and she's like oh i'm leaving i'm like this is the fucking fifth time you've left uh the smoldering duane tells hayden to get onto the helicopter but he uh he tells him oh no 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 so what we get is uh dwayne smouldering dwayne tells hayden to get on the helicopter he's a hero and he says uh, this is the plan you know if anything happens this is your helicopter get on it mm. so what we get is a slow slow motion shots of passengers injured and on the floor <laughs> so hayden says no get these passen these injured passengers onto the helicopter <laughs> and make sure they're safe
0: and, yeah, before this, someone's randomly cut the leg um, on deck, and Amy's just sitting there staring at her. Oh, yeah, she's not really helping, <laughs> No, she's just she? looking at her. But then she watches the helicopter take off, and she's shaking her head in disgust. She thinks Hayden's on it, getting away. And then she helps the girl with the
1: leg eventually. Yeah, she does. Yeah. <laughs> what well, she does. Um, so, yeah, then we cut to Dr. Kim. He's telling Captain Maine about a new mega-tsunami that could hit, that would destroy everything in its path. So it's not just um, a normal tsunami. That is a mega tsunami. It's not the slightly bigger tsunami. <laughs> it's a mega tsunami.
0: This would have been way better if it was, if it was called Titanic versus Mega Tsunami. That would have been great. <laughs> but what really pisses me off is these scenes with Dr. Kim and uh, Captain Maine. So fucking boring.
1: They are. Like the rest
0: of the film is is so bad. It's good. Like you can fucking laugh at it. It's so funny. But those scenes they go on for so long, and they're just talking shit. Dude, I ain't, t- I ain't here to hear
1: about fucking scientific facts about icebergs. I don't give a shit. But the scientific facts are like really over-explained. Yes, it's unnecessary. No it one is. is watching the film and wants to hear that. No. They have to, you know, it's, it's an idea to explain it, to explain the fact that with these tsunamis, it's not, you know, the Titanic's not going to go flying into the air and, and land a thousand miles away. It's uh, it's going to knock an iceberg into Titanic 2, you know, but there's a quicker and easier way to get around yeah. to these facts. Like, oh, yeah. bloody hell. Uh, The life jackets are finally on. Finally.
0: A a really angry Tom Savini lookalike tries pushing everyone out of the way so he can get into the elevator. That's for women only. This guy is the... I wouldn't say he's the best character in the film. He's the most entertaining character in the film.
1: Now, I was under the impression that under circumstances such as an iceberg hitting a cruise liner... Or, you know, fires or anything like that where you need to be evacuated or moved. You have to move somewhere else. You shouldn't take the lifts. (laughs) But they, in this film, they decide that they're only taking the lifts. And you have a huge number of people waiting to get on these lifts. (laughs) While smouldering Dwayne tells them women only, women only, women only on this one. So this Tom Savini lookalike, angry man, um, tries to push ahead, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> to and get onto an elevator. <laughs> he still
0: doesn't try to get into... St- this guy is desperate to get into this elevator. I don't know why. I don't know if he's got like an elevator fetish or something. But he could easily just take the stairs. Easily take the stairs. But um, <laughs> Amy spots Dwayne, so- Dwayne and he's like, Amy!
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: and and very much in the words of Chris Barker, um, beautiful jawline, but he can't act to save his life. <laughs> beautiful jawline. <laughs> <laughs> he has like the most stereotypically perfect jawline.
1: I oh, mean, he, he just he looks like a, a model, um, like. Like a fragrance, a cologne Which makes
0: or... sense with his modelling that he did earlier in the film. Yeah, uh, but, like now that... catalog <laughs> but now a catalogue model. But now that he has to do some proper acting, oh, it's fucking rough. <laughs> um, he's helping people into the elevator while shouting. Um, Dr. Kim gets a call, and then tells Main that it's happened. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, but th- this is... So this is the mega-tsunamis happened. So now they're waiting on the mega-tsunami to hit. So then we get some really shitty looking CGI lifeboats <laughs> placed into the water. But they're like mini submarines. They <laughs> are, yeah. So they're not like proper... So this is what I don't understand, is that these uh, lifeboats look like state-of-the-art lifeboats. Yeah. They're not as we saw in the original the futuristic. film. There's coverings over the top. You know, they look futuristic. They're made of seemingly metal. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming they're like mini submarines, you know. Um, But apparently they're not good enough. No, they're dangerous. So for the rest of the film, Captain Maine is telling people, don't get in the lifeboats because this mega tsunami is going to send them flying and people are going to die. But what I don't understand is, aren't these a different kind of lifeboat? do you know what I mean yeah if if it was like the lifeboat we saw
0: I mean he's not wrong people they do go flying into the engine people do die
1: yeah (laughs) yeah spoiler alert yeah
0: um meanwhile back at the elevator Dwayne's like I need another group of ladies come on come on and one girl's like I forgot my handbag and he's (laughs) like get in there (laughs)
1: She's literally like, "Oh my god! How fucking stupid and condescending to women can this film be?" I forgot my handbag. Shut up. Hayden tries convincing Amy to leave,
0: but she wants to save Kelly, so he insists on going with her. And who do we get another appearance by?
1: Angry man, angry Tom Savini lookalike. alike. <laughs> who- comes out of nowhere? Who quite rightfully tells Hayden that it's all his fault. <laughs> and then punches him in the stomach and face.
0: <laughs> but then Amy says to the angry guy, get on the lifeboat. And he's like, and he just calmly walks away. He's like, okay. Yeah. It's just, yeah.
1: <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. But it, it
0: is a great scene. It is a great scene. He just jumps out of nowhere and just punches him.
1: Oh. So they find Kelly in the infirmary and she's been squashed by a trolley. They tend to the wound on her neck. And and what do they use? (laughs) They use a
0: credit card and some tape. Not even a joke. They genuinely take a credit card out of someone's wallet and put it on her neck
1: and put some cell tape over it. But they're in an infirmary. Like... There must be loads, of, loads stuff of bandages. Around. There yeah. must be loads of bandages and shit around. The the cup the cupboard was full of them. Yeah, and she's waiting there for him to fumble through his fucking wallet to find a credit card. <laughs> what are they? Were they? Was this some sort of trying to educate people on how they can use the credit cards <laughs> to to help someone stop bleeding? Is that is that what it is? Are they trying Maybe. to teach us some basic survival skills? Um. People
0: are now in the ocean with life jackets on, shouting for help. Who the fuck's gonna help you? Were they?
1: Yeah. I didn't see fuck all because it was so. Oh, it was so dark. dark. It was so. so dark. I, I literally could just see their jackets. This is not the kind of film to watch during the like on a sunny day, because you'll get a glare across the bloody screen. You know when you're watching a film and it goes dark or it, is, it go the screen goes black. And then all you can see yourself is in the reflection (laughs) on the screen. And you're just like a bag of shit. Filling your fucking gob with popcorn. Um, If you don't like that, do not watch this film. But um, (laughs) We've all been there. I'll I'll give you a reason to watch this film.
0: The next scene is trash the piece gold. It is iconic. And I always remember the scene standing out to me when I first watched it. Angry Tom Savini comes back, again, out of nowhere. And he's like, let me in!
1: And Dwayne just punches him square in the face. Yes. <laughs> Which I'm assuming kills him. So he, he never appears again. So he never appears again. So that must have been his death sentence. It's um, so funny. But what I don't get is why did he get punched in the face? <laughs> when in Really? He should be angry at Hayden. Maybe he shouldn't punch the Hayden. But he should be kind of angry at yeah. him. It's like, what, what what, has made this guy the bad guy of this film? Why is he <laughs> our villain? Um, yeah. But I mean, and, that was Dwayne that punched him. Yeah. Yeah. But he's also really thick. And everyone else is really thick. Because when going to the infirmary... And, you know, for health and safety legal reasons the stairs should have been an option. Yeah. And the stairs were an option because um, Amy and Hayden used the stairs yeah. and they were completely empty. No one else was using <laughs> the fucking stairs. Like, this is incredible. What, you know, why do you think your audience is so fucking thick that we're <laughs> getting all these scenes with lifts but then seeing a completely empty staircase? <laughs> what?
0: Can we get the same shots of CGI lifeboats again.
1: Being released. We did, yeah. <laughs> we we loved that shot so much the first time. They've yeah, have shown it for a second time.
0: Captain Howard tries his best to look sad and serious whilst people are screaming, and Maine talks to him on the radio, you phone him that the lifeboats are death traps. And a random explosion <laughs> kills Captain Howard and and Dwayne, does it kill Dwayne? Yeah, it kills Dwayne, it yeah. Kills loads of people. And some
1: random, really bored looking guy who uh... <laughs> Well, we didn't know to film it. <laughs> we didn't know, yeah, clearly. Uh <laughs> like he just opened the door. And I, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, then we get Chief Greg. Now, I had him down as Chief Greg. I don't know if I misheard him. You didn't get him down as I, I
0: didn't get that down as anything. So,
1: Chief Greg, uh, he gets on the radio and he says, I'm trying to get to the turbine, uh, turbine room or whatever. And he's, he's walking and... He's stopped by the camera being put on a slant. Uh, (laughs) And the poor actor has to pretend. (laughs) Has to do that. Whoa. Oh.
0: Ah. Oh. Uh, Just so everyone knows, Chris is falling right now. He's
1: he's doing doing
0: an impression of someone falling. I am, yeah. Because
1: you can't see him. (laughs) Yeah. So the camera gets turned on a slant, and suddenly this poor man has to struggle to get up. Um and he doesn't quite make it and he ends up in some random room, doesn't he? He yes. just like goes in the room and closes the door, like, okay. And
0: one of Hayden's girls just looks at the explosion, she's like, Not again. Not what again. What the fuck do you mean not again? I
1: don't think the original Titanic exploded no, at any it point. Didn't. Like, what's she talking about? Yeah. And again, she's far too young to know. Yeah. If the film doesn't exist in this universe, if this isn't a sequel, yeah. Then what the fuck do you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if the film doesn't exist in this films um, multiverse, <laughs> um, there's a
0: post credit scene where the animals turn up and start
1: singing. Yeah. Then really, sh- yeah. No, the animated films exist. It's oh, the yeah. Kate Wins the James Cameron one that doesn't exist. <laughs> Another wave hits, destroys a
0: plane, and uh, Dr. Kim looks really happy about this because it didn't hit her. She's still alive. Fuck the other people.
1: Yeah, there's this big fucking deal made about uh, Captain Maine's helicopter needing refuelling. They mention it a lot. Yeah. Um, so they're refuelling. They don't quite manage to get completely refuelled because of the tsunami. That, uh, she's very relieved that other people died instead of her. Um, <laughs> then we get a, a lovely montage of injured passengers. <laughs> Uh, Hayden, Kelly and Amy are trapped in the elevator. So this is why you're not meant to go in an elevator. Um, Amy has a uh, signal on her phone for some reason. Uh, and speaks Which to hasn't the been to water house. damaged by the screen. Yeah, not, well, not water damaged, no, no damage. It's all working, got a signal, everything. He explains that to uh, not to get on a lifeboat and to find some diving equipment. <laughs> he says to Hayden... You made me believe you were an honourable man once, Hayden. Make me believe it again and get my daughter to the diving equipment. And
0: he also says, there's another wave coming. It's bigger than the last one. It's going to
1: be big. He's obsessed with the size of these waves. It's not the size of the wave, it's the motion in the ocean. (laughs) Amy says, I'm so scared. (laughs) With no, that much emotion, yeah, I'm I mean, so scared. And said, I turned to Gary and said, "Someone should fucking tell her face that <laughs> <laughs> I'm so scared." Uh, Amy, Kelly, and Hayden escape from the elevator through the top, and they climb the ladder very slowly. With yeah. Really, with absolutely no uh, sense of suspense or anything. It just <laughs> it just takes a very long time for them to. Uh, no one slips or anything. It just. Just a really long scene of them climbing a ladder. Do
0: you remember about an hour ago when they were told that they had 15
1: minutes before everyone was killed by a tsunami? Yes, yeah. <laughs> It's a very long 15 minutes. Uh, they get to a door that is jammed <laughs> and Hayden uses an axe to hold it open. So he puts the axe in and turns it on its side to open the door. Amy tries to get through, but she just needs a push to get through fully. Kelly pushes her... But falls as the door closes and she's squished and killed. <laughs> so Kelly is half one side of the door and half the other, and she's been squished and killed. Amy's having a meltdown over it. She's <laughs> very upset. Do you not know have to write down how Amy reacts? So like, Kelly! No! <laughs> <laughs> um, but fortunately for Hayden. Kelly's corpse is holding the door <laughs> open for him and she's holding it open enough to allow Hayden to walk through um, over um, her corpse. <laughs> he must have had to have stood on her at yeah. one point to get through that door. Yeah, he's
0: like, come on, we need to go. And it was like, okay. <laughs> uh,
1: Amy and Hayden then have to run away from in, slow motion. Ex- in slow motion from ex- some extremely lacklustre water. <laughs> Like you think it's gonna be? Oh, what's that film with the water that's? They have to run from. Uh, I mean, it's in every sort of film like this. Poseidon adventure. Just recently done an underwater. Uh, Deep blue sea. There's a scene, isn't there? Yeah. Uh, what What's the film that you had to watch? Um, for the other podcast, you underwater. No underwater. No, no the other one. Um, oh. um, the secret, um, uh, what's the name in? Oh, fuck me. Deep Rising? Deep Rising. Deep, impa- Deep, Deep Rising. Deep Rising. Yeah. Good, or whatever. Yeah, But, that. you know, we all know, we all know the scene. The water's come in. it's splashing, they have to run away from the water, or they're going to drown, or, or whatnot. Um, but this is like, the sprinklers have been set off. <laughs> they're running, I have absolutely no idea why. Because, because there's barely any water. And then it sort of, like, just kind of stops. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't it? It never yeah. actually reaches them in any capacity. But,
0: but then it becomes a big inconvenience for them because there's a wire dangling down onto the water. Oh, yeah. So really
1: fake-looking CGI sparks <laughs> are coming from this wire. Um, and it's by the water. There's a big puddle. And... Um, I'm, I'm not sure about the science behind this, but whatever. Uh, Hayden says, well, are we safe to cross or not? So, which Amy replies, I'm a nurse, not an electrician. <laughs> uh, so what they have to do is grab onto this pipe and sort of swing themselves. Mm-hmm. What do you call it? Uh, I don't know. They're, they're, climbing on, they're, they're climbing across, but holding onto this pipe. Yeah. Dangling down. Yeah. So it takes a lot of upper body strength. Um, so Hayden makes his way across because he's super Hayden, the action hero. Uh, Amy struggles and she gets sort of close to the end, but she's about to slip. She's like, Hayden, save me, help me. So what he does is climb back on the pipe. I'm surprised the pipe could take the weight of both of them. I'm not being funny. Um, and what he manages to be able to do is to lift her back up yep. using one arm whilst holding onto this pipe with his overer which is an incredible feat of strength from the director of this film <laughs> director and writer of this role uh, <laughs> but yeah they make it across it's absolutely no suspense whatsoever it actually just takes far longer given it really should. it's a bit boring Greg's trapped behind the door isn't he? He is. So, if you were wondering what happened to uh, Chief Greg, um, they get to. So they get to the um, diving facility to get the diving equipment, and they hear someone knocking. And help me! Help! Help Help me! Help me! me. me. (laughs) His voice changed. He sounded like fucking like it's from up north. So, in a uh, strange series of events that clearly are just to make up the running time of the film, that he followed the sound of this uh, voice saying, help me, and it's Chief Greg, but he's trapped in a room that's on fire, and uh, Hayden tries to break down the door or or get the door open, and um, Chief Greg just spits up a bit of blood all across the wall and dies, and that's that. Hayden blames himself um justifiably blames himself for all this and uh, amy comforts him and tells him it's not your fault well actually it is it's kind of his fault <laughs> um but then they managed to get into the diving facility but someone else has had the same idea as them haven't they yeah and there's only one wetsuit left and scuba gear left
0: Yep, so obviously Hayden's a hero and gives it to Amy. Yes. The second wave hits the ship, turns the ship over. Uh, The whole ship is fucked. So many people have died by this point. You know, Amy and Hayden are close to death. And Amy is just there complaining about how fucking cold it is. She
1: is. Constantly complaining. Oh, it's so cold. This is a very long scene. Very boring as well. Yeah, they really dragged this out. Where she complains about the temperature a lot. And it's literally just a back and forth of like... Oh, but if you know, if if I if I wear the suit, then I'll drown, but I won't freeze. If you wear the suit <laughs> and uh, the you know the scuba gear, then you'll you won't drown and you won't freeze, but I'll drown and I'll freeze. Oh, amazed they didn't both die. Only about the amount of time they oh spent talking about it. So what it's decided is because they're trapped in 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 the room, um, just waiting to be saved, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, It's decided that Amy would have the scuba gear fully. So she won't freeze and she won't drown. And Hayden will drown and hope that he can be resuscitated. (laughs) Lovely. Um, Okay.
0: Yeah, Captain Main arrives at the ship. uh, Whilst Hayden uh, tells Amy to be logical. That's when he insists on drowning. He says, this is my fault, Amy. No, no. Yeah, it is.
1: Yeah, yeah. So our action hero of the piece now is uh, Captain (laughs) Captain May. May. He said he's going to find her. And then Dr. Kim says, how will you know where? And he's like, I don't need to know where. Well, you do. Well, you do. How the fuck are you going to find her? It would be helpful if you did. So he gets his scuba gear on, does a dive (laughs) into the ocean, and with the greatest of ease, finds her and rescues her and Hayden. Well, they have a dramatic
0: kiss before that point and then Hay- Hayden dies as soon as the water covers his eyes. Yeah, it,
1: it, he doesn't yeah, it doesn't he, take long. he kind of drowns really quickly. <laughs> uh, which is kind of I don't know. Um you had all that stuff before it for dramatic effect. You could have taken a little longer to drown for a bit of dramatic dramatic effect. Yeah. Um, I know it's a bit harsh to say. But, yeah, so Captain Maine finds them with the greatest of ease, saves them, and uh, the helicopter is running out of fuel. Mm-hmm. So what What was his name, the helicopter pilot? Oh, Snipe. Uh, no, Sn- Snipe? Snape? Snipes. 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 So Snipes tells Dr. Kim to um, essentially grab the life raft. And jump out and she says, Well what are you gonna do? Oh, I don't care. So I many are I you to be safe. Um he could have just jumped out. Whatever. yeah <laughs> I do not I d I don't I don't know. Um but yeah, um but she jumps out, inflates the raft, and uh, he dies as the yeah. helicopter crashes. And uh, Captain Main finds the raft, they get on the raft don't they? Yeah. Oh, that's because... So, um, Captain Maynard tied some rope around him for Dr. Kim to hold on to, and she tied it to herself. So, he can psychically find his daughter. Yeah. Um, but he needs a rope to find Dr. Kim. So, they get on the raft. Uh, good old Amy tries a bit of CPR. Yeah, for like 10 fucking minutes. Oh, my God. So, you can't... I did not I suppose... <laughs> You're kind of expecting it to come true. So he said, you know, if, if I drown and you, we can suspend belief a bit, you know, um, it's not the most accurate of films. And I assumed that he was just going to get saved with the CPR mm-hmm. <laughs> at the end. And it goes on for ages and ages and it's quite intense music and then it goes to quite slow music. and uh, it, it really lingers, this scene, it really take, goes on for ages yeah. and then he's just he's dead dead <laughs> she, she gives his corpse one last yeah, kiss she Kisses his corpse and then we get the credits for the film yeah
0: we see cgi helicopters fly off into the sunset yeah. which makes no fucking no sense because they're not on helicopters no um they're on a raft yeah that's that's titanic too that's titanic too and another the titanic film where a love
1: interest dies at the end and we have absolutely no idea whatsoever what happened to the other passengers. No, no. Much like the legend goes on. Yeah. Um, abso- so, as far as we know, these three people are the only people to survive. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> poor uh, poor angry Tom Savini. Oh, God, yeah. Well, he's, he was definitely dead. Um... <laughs> yeah it's titanic 2 that was titanic 2 um one load of shit <laughs> what a load of crap i don't know why it exists i really don't know why it exists because
0: if it was released in like 19 whenever the 1997 weren't it if it was like it released around that time maybe i would understand but this is the
1: most random like how many years later, you know. So it was meant to coincide with the hundred year anniversary. So they released the film in twenty ten, but the hundred year anniversary was now, like twenty eleven. Yeah, the film is, the film itself is set in twenty twelve, in twenty twelve. So, again,
0: just release it in twenty twelve. Then, if the, if you're gonna go, if you're gonna really clutch at straws, and um, it, you know you're gonna do it as a cash in on the hundred anniversary and do it release it in twenty twelve. Why randomly release this shit in 2010?
1: Yeah. I thought it was a parody. Um, and it wasn't. It was actually just a really generic, <laughs> mainly boring uh, there's, there's, action film. There's a lot of funny scenes in this. Um,
0: I'd recommend watching it just out of curiosity. Um, but there there is a lot of boring fellow scenes, mainly with Bruce Davison and Dr. Kim. Oh,
1: gotcha yeah i wish we'd had less of that and more of the key sort of romance between the two yeah <laughs> i'd say romance yeah um barely but um yeah i wish we'd had a bit more of that but that is titanic 2 certified trash to piece, uh,
0: if you want to watch it it's on amazon prime uh, i'm sure it's yes. on youtube in full um it's on five on demand randomly i think it is
1: well. yeah 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 five on demand yeah well, that's what Letterboxd told me.
0: So, if you've seen Titanic 2, let us know uh, <laughs> if you enjoy it. <laughs> if you yeah, if it could be enjoyed. Uh, on Horrorcore Trust over on Facebook and Instagram, Horrorcore Trust on Twitter. If you listen on iTunes, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, like, and follow on Epic our subscribe on YouTube. I'm Delakaz92 on Letterboxd, Gazmo205 on Instagram and GazCruz92 on Twitter.
1: I am Chris Barker823 on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, Letterboxd. And uh, whilst we do have another Trash the Piece coming in two weeks' time, we're gonna
0: sound we're gonna sandwich them with uh well no, we're gonna put another film in between. So the Trash the Piece sandwich. Um next week we're talking about the life and films of Herschel Gordon Lewis. Yes. That's the point I was trying to get to. Good topic next week.
1: Yes. Yeah. 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 There's there's a lot more to um uh, be, uh, d- Talk about <laughs> to be what to be to be talked about. Uh, what's the word to be to discuss um, to discuss to dissect. To, to, yeah, to dissect and to digest. Yes. Yes. So, uh, rather than this shit film did this shit thing. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah. I mean, you know, been doing
0: that for well over a year and a half now. A year and a half. Yes. Talking about shit films doing shit things. <laughs> yeah. But next week we'll be talking about a director that hopefully hasn't made too many shit films. We've only seen two of them. Yeah. So, hopefully,
1: hopefully, uh, there's some good films in there. Why are we talking like we're trying to make up time? I, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. We'll see you next week. <sighs> yeah, you're the one who says the outro. Bye.